Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Vet Corner. And Dr. Jen Griffiths is owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Clinic. Jen, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, I hope I get this right. Brachycephalic. Is that right? You got it. Spot on. Yeah. Brachycephalic. (laughs) Now, tell me about brachycephalic pets. What are they? Okay, so they are um, probably getting to be one of the most popular um, dogs, and we do see it in cats as well, but they are patients with short noses, so they've got the much flatter face that you see. So, for example, bulldogs, French bulldogs, pugs, um, some boxes as well. Um, oh, yeah. So they are uh, amongst that, that those um, that group of dogs. So with a brachycephalic pet, with it, with that group of dogs, um, why do we have to check on them coming into the warmer weather? Is there an issue here? Because I guess you can picture their nose being pushed back. That's obviously an issue, isn't it? Yeah, look, it can be. And I think it's just something that um, the veterinary profession is certainly just really trying to get out there and get that information out to both new owners that are looking to get one of these dogs um, and also owners that, that currently have them as well. So they, because of their short nose, um, their breathing is just not as good as, uh, as a dog with a much longer nose. So they do struggle with um, being able to regulate their heat. Um, so a dog will pant to, to cool down. That's quite a normal thing to do. Um, and for these guys, they'll do that, but it is a mu- it's much, much harder for them. And if you look at um, the, the way their skull is actually uh, formed, it, it is so much flatter. So um, it is very much harder. So they're at high risk of overheating. And in the summer months, I just thought with coming into the warmer weather now, yeah. um, it's really important just to make everyone aware that if you're out walking these little guys, just making sure you're trying to do it at the cooler parts of the day. So you might do it very early in the morning, later on in the evening, and try and maybe keep them sort of maybe slightly shorter walks and things because it can be extremely dangerous if they start to develop severe mm. respiratory distress it can be catastrophic for these little guys so uh, really important yeah look after them i think that's a good point especially when the warmer weather that comes in you're going for a walk some people like to go for a bit of a jog and give their pet a bit of a run but with these uh, these guys with that particular you know the brachycephalic i'm saying a lot now um <laughs> they you need to be careful with their breathing so that you don't want them to get too hot good point yeah, absolutely. And and even, you know, for some of them, they might get a little bit stressed out in the car if yeah. they're a little bit nervous, you know. Um, so having air conditioning on, just keep it cool because, like I said, they're just such high risk of, of doing that. Um, that, you know, so we look at, at ways that we can try and, um, you know, help these little guys uh, with their breathing. And there's various surgeries that can be done um, to help them. Um, so we've certainly done a, a fair few, um, you know, in my clinic and, um, wow. and it can uh. really help their breathing significantly. Surgeries. Listen, it does remind us all to, to be aware. I mean, what other things should we be keeping in mind as the weather does warm up? I mean, not only dogs, but, you know, all our pets, really, cats, dogs, etc. Yeah, absolutely. So any, potentially any dog that is, you know, like you've just touched on, if you're taking them out running and things, you know, there's always the risk that any dog could, could overheat. So just being careful with that, try and choose the cooler parts of the day. Um, making sure that if they're at home, they've got plenty of shade, um, you know, if they're at home alone and, yep. and you're out at work, make sure plenty of water. Um, one of the other things though is to also consider is um, particularly white dogs and white cats. Um, so they are very much more higher risk of, of sun damage. So 
for our cats and they can get cancers on the tips of their ear um, and that's really common in white cats because they don't have that protection um, and same as in white dogs so on their bellies and things they're more if they're sunbakers then they are more risk of skin cancers so you can get special sunscreen for animals so these are all things that you can think about um, and you can get little sunsuits for them and, and that sort of thing so you can be really savvy with, with sun protection just like you are for you know yourself and your children it's the same for our pets so there's so many cool things that you can do um, to, to protect them and try and reduce the risk of skin cancer that is a good call isn't it I mean we just need to do it wasn't aware of that and you with summer coming up and it's not just also we need to probably be aware of all the little creepy crawlies and things that uh, start to come out of the ground springtime and summertime Absolutely. That was definitely going to be my next little bit to hit on was um, the fact that we do see lots and lots, particularly puppies, I suppose, um, getting uh, bee stings um, oh. and sometimes potentially um, ants as well, some of those bigger um, bigger ants that it might bite. So we do see a lot of those. Occasionally you might get the odd scorpion bite. Um, whilst m- most of the time they're not going to cause a major issue, they're very painful. Um, but with bee stings and things, we do see a lot of puppies, particularly because they're very very interested at their age um, and they might swell up in their face particularly that's often a common spot where they might get stung um, and so you obviously do want to be very careful in case if they do swell up and have a quite a severe anaphylactic reaction um, that yeah. can interfere with breathing so and that again comes back into also the brachycephalics that could be a lot more risky for them um, so you always want to contact your vet if they've been bitten by that and you're seeing swelling we can give them some medication to help reduce that and try and stop that for them um, and you know for many of them they do absolutely wonderful we don't see many complications but it's just always good to be aware of it and uh, jen just one more time uh, what are an example of some of those brachycephalic pets um so your uh, brachycephalic dogs um boxers bulldogs french bulldogs pugs um and then with your cats and uh, we do see the exotic breeds the persians um they've got the much flatter faces as well so they also are considered brachycephalic oh well done so now we know well that's an interesting chat i appreciate that uh, dr jen griffiths is the owner and vet at pets life veterinary C- uh, clinic and uh, good to have a chat jen look forward to having a chat next week no worries. Thanks, Mike. See you then. Thank you indeed. It's Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.